keeps his balance, gets inside, layup good! He will go and he'll stuff that one, hello! Open for three, got it! Tries to put it off the glass, does, and a foul! Drive the baseline and stuff it! For the lead, and he's got it! With three and a half seconds to play! Intercepted, and middle wins! Blue Raider basketball is on the air. Our coverage is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Dissension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, official team physicians for Blue Raider Athletics, your Middle Tennessee Ford dealers, Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. And by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office. Once again, here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome in to Blue Raider basketball season 99. Middle Tennessee on the road at Stephen F. Austin and just underway down in Nacogdoches, Texas. Middle Tennessee 0 for 1 from the field. And, uh, and Kyle, right off the bat, we've got a clock issue uh, down in Nacogdoches. It has never moved since uh, it originally started at, at 20 minutes. We've had a trip up and down the floor. Yeah, absolutely. We had a nice little rugby scrum right off the jump ball that took a little bit of time and helped us out. And then uh, <laughs> we ran an inbound set, got a wide open layup by Eli Lawrence that he did not finish. And as Stephen F. Austin was advancing the ball back up the floor, Rec- the officials recognized the clock had not moved, and now we're in a holding pattern. That's right. Let's gives us time to give you the Ascend Federal Credit Union starting lineups. Show your MTSU pride with every purchase. Visit an Ascend branch and ask for their MTSU debit card. Ascend is the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. And for middle, it's the same five we've seen the first three games. DeAndre Dishman, Donovan Sims, Justin Buford. Eli, well, Justin Buford actually in there for the first time tonight. Eli Lawrence is in and Josh Jefferson in. For Stephen F. Austin, uh, David Cackleries, Calvin Solomon, uh, Gavin Kinsmill, uh, Roddy Ware, and one more, number five, that will be Jalen Jackson Posey. So that's your starting five, and they're still uh, – taking some time getting the clock correct. Yeah, this is going to be maybe one of the most challenging uh, name teams we've ever had. That's right. Sedadrian uh, uh, Hall uh, is, is one that has been in, in Cackleries. I, I tried that several different ways before I checked the pronunciation guide and certainly want to make sure that it's correct. And number now, 22 is uh, Nana. Uh, last name, sir. Uh, Antwi Basakio. That's correct. Bosiaco. Or at least that's what we're going with. Yep. Uh, right. Nana Antwi Bosiaco. Well, they have set the clock now at 19 minutes and 39 seconds. The Blue Raiders have missed one shot. That came from Eli Lawrence. And uh, it will be a full shot clock, it appears, coming for SFA. So the Jacks in their home arena, the Johnson Coliseum, are uh, set to go. Now they're calling both coaches to uh, midcourt to explain what happened. 
or what has happened, and Nick McDevitt for the Blue Raiders and Kyle Keller for is the head coach at Stephen F. Austin now in his sixth year. His associate head coach is Tony Jasic, who was a grad assistant here at Middle Tennessee. And whatever they're being told, both coaches had a grin and kind of laughed about it. And uh, Well, I was beginning to wonder if we were going to go to the old flip cards on the sideline to uh, keep scoring time and announce it over the PA system or what. So now it will be Stephen F. Austin. They're going to take the ball out in front court. And it will be Calvin Solomon who will trigger the inbound play. No score. Just underway and just restarting. They look to bring it in and do so and get it to Cackleries. Cackleries is averaging nine points, two and a half rebounds. Now they go left and get it over to Jackson Posey. He'll work it to the top, and there's Solomon again. Solomon outside with it to Roddy Ware and on top again to Cackleries. Six on the shot clock. Raiders playing defense. There's a drive and a shot bad, badly missed on an 18-foot jump shot. Raiders get the rebound. Donovan Sims down the left side. Tries to get in the lane, works it right side. Back out to Johnson. Three in the air is good. Really nice plus one there from Justin Bufford. And uh, we had a nice penetrating pitch from Donovan. Bufford cranked it up, and there we went. And Josh Jefferson, I should say, with the, uh, with the basket. And three-nothing. Here's a steal. Eli Lawrence. Down the left side of the floor, lobs it over to Buford. Back out to Jefferson, gets in the lane. Buford in the corner. He'll roll out toward the top. Looking for Jefferson instead, goes right side to Sims. Now on top to Dishman. Dishman works it inside. Great back cut, and there is Donovan Sims. Sims with his first two. And we've we've got a timeout called by Stephen F. Austin. It'll be a 30-second timeout, and... uh, Blue Raiders gathering around Nick McDevitt after the timeout, but Middle come up with uh, with two quick baskets. Well, you see Stephen F. Austin was switching on the uh, loaded side, and oddly enough, Middle ran not one but two backdoor cuts off that particular side and uh, got the first cut, didn't take it, came up to, uh, to fill, and Donovan went backdoor, got a really nice pass from DeAndre, and DeAndre continues to impress with his ability to come out to the top of the key and facilitate the offense. He's been a great passer from the top. It's one of the things that uh, Wes Long talked about in the pregame show was South uh, South Dakota State's ability to use back cuts to uh, get easy baskets. First Vision, first minute of tonight's game brought to you by First Vision Bank, where service means more power to your business. Raiders picking up full court, bringing the ball in is Solomon, and there's a whistle and a foul. That one's going to be on Buford. And that's one of the things that Stephen F. Austin will do. They are turnover prone. They're averaging about 21 turnovers a game, and certainly that's one of the things that Middle's going to try to do, turn them over, get easy baskets, create offense from defense. Yeah, the Blue Raiders have scored 101 points going into this game off of turnovers in three Here with it is Cackleries. He'll have it left wing on a three. That one's short. Rebound taken by Eli Lawrence. Lawrence out the right side to Jefferson. Jefferson looking for help, goes to Dish high post. Look for a little high load, not there. Dishman with it on the dribble, trying to back his man down. Now they double him. Inside out pass, Eli Lawrence with a three, whistle and a foul. And is that gonna be an illegal screen, I think? 
this is one of the tough things about watching these things from a remote standpoint because you're not sure what the whistle is, is for. It uh, uh-huh. just says a turnover, yeah. so it must have been a travel. Here's Solomon with it. They get down underneath, ball tipped up and in, and it's going to be Solomon, Solomon with the, the layup. Yep. It'll be 5-2. to two. Yeah, Cackery's with the drive, and that drew defensive help, and that allowed uh, Solomon to get in there. 17 and a half minutes to play, first half. Raiders lead 5-2. to two. They get it right side, back out now to Sims. He'll drive in, kick it out. Buford a three off the wing. That's an air ball, but taken by Eli Lawrence. 20 on the shot clock. It did touch the rim, and here's a whistle and a travel call on Donovan Sims, and that's a hard luck travel. Yeah, it really is. He got tripped there, and uh, for what? And the official didn't pick that up, and Donovan got called for the trip. Got called for the wall. And Donovan there looking around for some moisture on the floor. But it'll be the Jacks' ball, and they'll bring it in and get it to Cacklerys. David Cacklerys will walk it down. Coming across the timeline, guarded there by Sims. Cacklerys left side to Jossel. Uh, Latrell Jossel, who just came in at that dead ball. They go baseline right side to Ware. Ware gets in the lane, or make it uh, Solomon. His shot is no good, or it is good, and a foul. Yeah, the foul's gonna be on Turner. Turner just lost his his uh, lost his position there on the back of the basket. Middle Tennessee not doubling there, trying to see if they can just play it one on one. And Turner left his feet, gave Solomon a scoring angle. He did. Now he's also going to the free throw line. So Isaiah Turner in for the first time tonight. You can see where he leaves his feet there and, and creates it. That may have been on dish. Figure that part out. And I don't know whether he, we never did even see the free throw attempted. And apparently it was missed. So here's middle with the ball. Right side Lawrence. Three ball off the right side. No good. And the rebound taken by Jackson Posey of Stephen F. Austin. Jackson Posey looks. Back high post. Gets it there to Kinsmill. Kinsmill with a left-handed drive and a score. And he looked like a really strong player there. And here's a guy that's averaging 18.3 and 10-7. So obviously he knows how to play around the rim offensively and defensively. He has not attempted a three-point shot this year. Stephen F. Austin with the lead for the first time tonight, 6-5. to five. There's a wild three put up there by Turner and the rebound taken by the Lumberjacks. Not a good shot. Way too early in the offense. Cacklerees. That's going to be a charge as they get the ball back in the hands of Kinsmill, and he, who was it took that charge? Eli Lawrence. So Kinsmill with the foul, his first, and the team's first. Timeout on the floor, 15.56 to play in the first half. It's SFA 6, Middle Tennessee 5 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Let's go out west, camp at the base of a mountain, get some fresh air. Yes, let's go camping with air conditioning. We can be hundreds of miles away from the closest person, really live off the grid. Love the off the grid parts, but with Wi-Fi. Whether you're the serious camper or occasional glamper, Ascend offers low rates and flexible terms on RV loans. You can apply online at ascend.org or any of our branch locations. RV loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. 
Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. At TriGreen, we stand behind you with smart solutions to keep your property looking its best. Like our Smart Savings event, where you can get a 1023E tractor for just $90 per month. That's with 0% financing for 84 months. Find more smart savings at TriGreenEquipment.com. Offer ends 131-2021. Subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town. For your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs, Lee Company is the team to call. 615-867-1000 or LeeCompany.com. Blue Raiders trail six to five here in the early going. Middle jumped out five to nothing, and they have seen. Stephen F. Austin come back and scores six straight. Blue Raiders have it, and it's Cameron Weston in for the first time, and he brings the ball down. Weston gets it back to Turner. He misses his dunk, and the ball is knocked out of bounds, but there is a foul on the shot. And not sure who the foul is on, but it's going to be Isaiah Turner at the line for middle. Turner on the year, averaging eight and a half points, two rebounds so far, and Turner misses the front end of the two-shot foul. Foul was on Ware. Okay, foul on Ware. That'll be his first and the team with two. So Turner, the Odessa College transfer back in the Lone Star State hits the second, and one out of two, and middle ties the game at six. Here comes the Lumberjacks, and it's Ware with the ball. Ware, top of the circle, looks to the right, goes over there to Jackson Posey. He'll whip it back outside to uh, Antwi Basacchio, and a shot there is no good. Whistle and a turnover on a travel, and the Blue Raiders will get the ball back. But uh, Nana Antwi wrote, uh, Bosacchio is uh, is the new man in the lineup for the Jacks. Jefferson into Turner, back out now to Weston, had his pocket pick, and coming the other way, that's going to be Jackson Posey. Gets in the lane, layup, good. Really strong move there by Jackson Posey on the turnover by Weston, and it was nothing more than Weston in a one-on-one situation where he was just loose with the basketball. Eight to six, Lumberjacks. Here's Jefferson, back on top to Weston. Cameron Weston being chased. They had him by the jersey. Weston gets in the lane, they call a foul, and he'll go to the line, I think. (laughs) Foul is on Solomon. That'll be his first and the third team foul. 
I'm going to assume that that foul was called because he was outside the cylinder. He still tried the vertical play. Right. I, I believe oh. he was outside the cylinder. We could do that yeah, inside, but not outside. Ways. So now the they have stopped playing. I think that's exactly what they're going to go look at right here. The officials have gone to the scores table, and this is going to be a, uh, a look at the cylinder. And here we are early in the season, Kyle. Give folks a, a one-minute or less primer on, on what the – it's not. It should. It's actually misnamed. It shouldn't be the charge circle. It should be the block circle. Correct. Exactly right. If you've got your, let's look. He was. He had his fit. His right. His right foot inside, and he wasn't square on top of that. So that's the reason why that would be called a block. Basically, defensively, you cannot pick up a charge with any part of your feet on or inside that circle even if it was a charge. Right, right. So it, it, it is. It becomes irrelevant whether it was a block or charge in terms of the actual technical part of the game. It's simply if your feet are on it or inside of it, it is going to be a block 100% of the time. So Weston at the line, first one's good. Cameron Weston, his first points of the night, and that pulls the Blue Raiders back within a point at 8-7. to seven. 14.53 to play in the first half from Nacogdoches, Texas. And the tough part about that, referee has to make three calls. Did the shot, you know, was the shot taken before the, the, the contact? Was their feet on it? And was it a block charge? So you gave them actually three different calls they have to make on that. Missed the second free throw, so one out of two, and it's eight to seven. Stephen F. Austin. Running high-low offense. They work it down inside and a nice spin move to the lane and Kinsmill gets his second bucket and the Raiders have had a hard time dealing with him early. Well, we, we got caught bottom side on that when the ball got reversed and I believe that was Turner down on interior defense and just had a really poor body angle on the one-on-one. Fussell to Sims, inside out pass, goes for a three, that's Turner who puts a Lee Company three, and that ties the game at 10. Turner not bashful taking that three-point shot. He likes that very, very much. 10-10 game. Here's Ware. Back outside to Cacklerees. He drives and misses. Rebound, offensive, put back up, no good, but a foul is going to be called on Middle Tennessee. And I think Donovan Sims may get that one. It is on Sims. That'll be his first and the team's third. So two shots coming now for Rody Ware. Well, once again, what's taking place? Dribble penetration is breaking the defense down and it's creating rotations on the interior. Anytime that that happens, unless you're just really sound and really detailed in your rotations, it opens up offensive rebounding opportunities and that's happened multiple times in this game already. Ware hits. Well, actually, that's not going to be where. That is going to be Nana Antwi Basakio, who is at the line, and he hits the first free throw. Second one also good. Time, it's time. So a 12-10 to 10 game. Middle Tennessee down two. 
to Stephen F. Austin. Into the front court comes Cameron Weston. I could hear myself. Weston out on that big logo. And the ball picked away from him again. And here's one loose on the floor. They'll clear it out. Stephen F. Austin has it. The drive by Cacoris is good. Yeah, that's twice that Weston has just had the ball picked from him just in straight one-on-one situation. By Cacoris. Holy man. He's got it. He did. Another time. Now the ball on the floor, and a jump ball is going to be the call. Did that answer your and question? It will go loud, to Stephen F. Austin, <laughs> but right now, uh, Cameron Weston yes, we is can hear uh, a little bit shaky. Yeah. Yeah. He's just loose with the ball. For some reason, I can hear myself. You would have loved this here. We're in a booth, a big, long booth. We've got a chair so, here for the spotter. Let's see what the Raiders do here. They have brought, I believe they brought Sims right back in. And, and uh, Justin Buford is now in. Okay. 13 and a half minutes to play in the first half. SFA with a 14 to 10 lead and their largest lead of the night. Jossel has it, gets it off now to Cacklery's. Cacklery's cut off. He has the ball taken away. Sims steals it from him. Donovan down the left side of the floor, cuts to the lane. Finger roll up there, no good. And a charge is going to be the call on Donovan Sims. No, or is it? No. Oh, it is? Yes, it is. Well, one of the, it was going to be one of two things. It was either going to be a charge on Donovan or going to be a turnover on Donovan, one of the two. He basically waited too late to make a decision there, got down to the block and just sort of jumped in the air and, and floated up a pass that was not going to be caught. So you have to be more decisive before you get that deep in the offense. He would have been better served to maintain his dribble and just push the ball out to the sideline, reverse the basketball, and stay in the offense. All right, here comes SFA. They lead the Blue Raiders 14-10. They come into this game 2-1. The Blue Raiders unbeaten at 3-0. On the left side, here's Ware. Back outside, long three is up and no good. And the rebound taken by the Blue Raiders. Donovan Sims the other way. Sims right side, three in the air by Eli Lawrence is good. Basic pitch ahead of Eli. Catch, shoot. A Lee Company three, and the Blue Raiders cut it back to one at 14-13. 12 and a half minutes to play in the half. Here's Kinsmill with it. He is a load at 6-7. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to is Lebanon High School. Get underneath, found a wide open. And Clifton Trimble Field, Kinsmill Danny Watkins Stadium. Yeah, Tonight it is the uh, basically 12-0 Oakland Patriots and the 11-1 Lebanon Blue Devils coming up next here on State Farm Prep Sports. We'll be right back. Charge on DeAndre right there. Yep, it's on Dish. As they, they caught him. He, he turned the corner. But good defensive position by Stephen F. Austin. Well, you have to recognize that that turnover really is on the passer. The passer is the one that's got to see that the help has rotated over and not throw DeAndre into that because DeAndre is going to catch that ball, drop, step, and go as he did there. So he, he is the one that picks up the foul, but the turnover is actually on the pass. Five team fouls now on middle, 12.06 to play until halftime. Stephen F. Austin with the ball. There's Ware with it out near the midcourt line. Guarded by Lawrence. Now the Raiders switch, and they work it to the right side. Here's Solomon. Solomon on top to Ware. His turner, he shoots it down underneath. A lot of traffic. Shot missed, and the rebound is going to be pulled away finally by Eli Lawrence, and the Raiders come out with it. Here's Sims into the front court. 16-13, middle down three. Sims all the way in. High layup, no good. Missed everything. Rebound there taken by Solomon. 
Solomon across midcourt. They go all the way to the baseline, then inside out and get it back to Solomon. Solomon at the free throw line, clears it out to Ware. Ware goes baseline to Kinsmill. Kinsmill looking to back down against Buford. Kinsmill puts down the dribble, bangs his way into Buford, now cuts back to the left, shoots over Dishman. The shot is good. Wow. That's a tough, tough shot by Gavin Kinsmill. He's got eight, and it's 18-13, a five-point lead. Middle has gone cold here for a bit. Eli Lawrence, a three out of the corner, got bumped out of bounds, and that's going to be a foul on said Adrian Hall, his first, team's fourth, and Cardinal Sin fouling the three-point shooter. For the Blue Raiders, that's a good thing because they will be at the line when we return. 11.01 to play in the half. It's 18-13. Uh, Jacks over the Blue Raiders. You're listening to Blue Raider basketball from Learfield. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977-2020 calendar year total sales. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly rate and get back to what really matters. Blue Raider basketball. Get started online at trigreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment, a proud partner of the Blue Raiders. One of the trends that I don't necessarily like seeing is that Middle is four out of nine from the floor, but six of those nine have been three-pointers. Now, we are three out of six from the three-point line, but uh, I think that SFA is a team that can be driven on and can also be posted as well, so we don't need to just fall in love with that three-point line all night long. Eli Lawrence hits the first, misses the second. He'll have a third free throw since he was fouled within the act of shooting. Eli takes a look and puts that one home. So Lawrence cuts that lead back to 18-15. It is a one-possession game now with 10.58 to play in the first half. 
Into the front court come the Jacks. They get it in the hands of Solomon. Solomon just pulls up at the free throw line and nails it. The defense went away from it. Yeah, he just put on the brakes basically and let Elar Lawrence just sort of fly right by. 20 to 15. Sims into the front court. Sims on the dribble. Works to the left, gets it in the lane all the way, had it blocked away, and pulling it down is Jackson Posey on the run. Jackson Posey in the lane, leaves it off for Kinsmill, loose on the floor, last touched out of bounds. It'll go to Middle Tennessee off the foot of big uh, Gavin Kinsmill. Well, we're very fortunate in that in their half-court offense and in transition, SFA has really complicated the game. They've had some wide-open looks, and for whatever reason, they're overpassing or spinning or whatever, and uh, we're very fortunate. 20-15, to 15, Lumberjacks with the lead. Here's Dishman with it. Dish, top of the circle, picked up. His dribble tried to go low. It's, uh, they get it to Buford. Now back out to Lawrence. Really thought about that three too much before he let it go and missed it. It'll go back to SFA. Yeah, it wasn't very rhythmic at all. More of a second-guess type of shot than it was to just catch and shoot rhythm. Stephen F. Austin with the ball. Here's Kinsmill back outside to Solomon. Now they work it to the left and get it over to Jackson Posey. Tough shot in the lane from Posey from five feet away. Just a leaner, and he now has four, and it is 22 to 15. The Blue Raiders down by seven. Sims whips it back out. There's Buford driving in the lane. Finger roll shot is up and no good. A little floater, and the rebound taken by Stephen F. Austin. Long feed down to Kinsmill for the layup that's good. Chip, our shot selection is not good at all right now, and that's allowing for poor defensive transition, and SFA is just running right down the throats. Timeout called by Middle Tennessee, and Nick McDevitt trying to put a bit, uh, an end to this run, and uh, it, uh, and again, that they, they, they got beat down the floor there, and Kinsmill uh, is not the guy that needs to beat you down the floor. No, not at all. I mean, and, and that's where people don't understand all the time that bad shots are about the equivalent of, of turnovers, live ball turnovers, because when somebody takes a shot out of rhythm of the offense, people are not ready to get back, and that's exactly what SFA did. They got you know, the, the defensive rebound and pushed the ball right down the floor, and like you said, you can't lose him. You know, the first thing you've got to do is get somebody back and protect the basket. And that time, obviously, the basket was not protected at all. There's got to be detail in your defensive transition. It's something you've got to work on all the time. 24-15 and a 6-0 run by SFA right now. 9-0-3 to play in the first with the ball. It's going to be Buford. Now they work it underneath for Lawrence on a cut for a layup that's good. That's where I think with some patience we can get that virtually every time down the floor. You know, and again, it starts with DeAndre catching the ball at the top of the key, and then we're running cuts. Turnover there with, with token diamond and one pressure from, from the Blue Raiders there, something that Stephen F. Austin has not seen, but then good to go back to the offense. Just be patient. We can get things at the rim. Yeah, the uh, Lumberjacks throw the ball away. Force the turnover, do, do the Blue Raiders. Now they have the ball. Cameron Weston back in. Weston 
Works it right, gets it over to Buford. Buford in the lane. They're going to call a charge on Buford. It was. I mean, there, there was nothing there. There was nothing there. Get the ball centered, get the ball reversed, make them have to guard something but just, you know, one half of the floor. That, that was just not a good decision on his part. 8.37 to play in the first half. 24-17. Blue Raiders are 5 of 13 from the floor, 38%. The pressure, they get it to Kinsmill, and he moves into the front court. Kinsmill back now to Rody Ware. Ware to Aku. Now back to Kinsmill. Left-handed layup good. We're getting caught on the top side on Kinsmill. It's just one of those things where he's pushing us up the lane. We cannot be top side on him we, in, in terms of just a total front. We're either going to have to side wrap that thing or play from behind and double team, but right now he's going to war down on the block. It's too easy. Dishman got in the lane, spun around, had the ball stripped away from him. Here come the Jacks again the other way. Kinsmill missed the layup, partially blocked and out of bounds. Last touch by middle. It'll be SFA with the ball. Well, I will say this. When you go back at halftime and look for the shot chart, SFA is going to be all around the rim. Yep, timeout on the floor, 7.54 to play in the first half. It's uh, Stephen F. Austin, 26, Middle Tennessee, 17, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Blue Raider fans, Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturday 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Floyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the MT polos, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or in Murphy Center on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider powered by textbook brokers. You'd be amazed to learn what one Tennessee lottery ticket can lead to. For you, it could be lucky, but for others, it could open the door to so much more. With more than $6 billion raised for education, the Tennessee Lottery has proudly funded over 1.5 million scholarships and grants. That means, on average, more than 130,000 Tennesseans every year continue their education just because you played. The Tennessee Education Lottery, game-changing, education-benefiting fun. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. As the proud sports bracing partner of MT Athletics, Don Joy has provided mobility support to athletes for over 40 years. Don Joy Performance is the number one sports medicine brand worldwide. SFA has the ball and the lead as they come out of the timeout. High low pass there, knocked away. Eli Lawrence is going to pick it up. It was Cameron Weston who tipped it, and the Blue Raiders come into the front court. Now here's a foul. Got to be a foul at midcourt. And as they pushed Dishman back into the backcourt, Jonathan Aku transfer from Texas A&M, and he is a big body as well. 6'10", he's a big boy. First foul on Aku, and that'll be the fifth team foul. 
Raiders down nine. This is the largest deficit middle has faced all season. That's why you work on these things early. There's Eli, or, uh, Elias King now back out to Jefferson. Jefferson down the lane, bounce pass underneath. Shot by Weston, no good. He drew a foul, I think. That's going to be on Antwi Basakio. And again, showed some patience, got some ball reversal, got a piece of the paint, drew help, dropped it off. Six-team foul, both teams now with six fouls, and it will be free throws coming for Cameron Weston. Weston out of Albany, Georgia, and went to Southeastern Community College. It's the first free throw. Yeah, I know when I made the comment a while ago that, you know, when we were three out of six from the three-point line, you know, Coach, why are you saying, you know, you don't need to be taking three-point shots, that's 50%. Well, the reality of it is, as a team, we only shoot 29%. That's not prolific in any way, shape, or form. And we are better when we are playing downhill and playing inside out rather than just going sideline to sideline. Well, foul called as they, they, they fast broke out of after a made shot. What do you got there? I think that's going to be on Leonard. Uh, for, yeah, first time in, T. Leonard. It's going to be on Dishman, actually, okay. his second. Seventh team foul. I'll have to admit, it's really difficult to tell in a remote broadcast who the fouls are being called on in certain situations. Yeah, David Cacklery's. You know, they beat middle down the floor after a made free throw. And Cacklery's hits the first and hits the second. So the two points middle got at the free throw line are erased by hustle by SFA and getting down the floor. 28-19, back to a nine-point lead. Ball knocked out of bounds by Cacklery's. Yeah, Weston just not showing any confidence right now at all. He tried. There was a backdoor set on the ball side, and when you throw, when you run that set, you're not going to be able to throw a chest pass. It's going to have to be a bounce pass. A bounce pass would have been a layup. Feed comes into Weston, who was cutting to the basket and fouled. He'll go to the line as we check the foul. That's going to be on 14, Gavin Kinsmill, and that'll be his second. Get that, get that guy out of there. Absolutely. While we're at the line, let's pause for station identification. You're listening to Blue Raider Basketball from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Cameron Weston hits the first. He'll have another coming. Yeah, they take Kinsmill out, bring Solomon in. Obviously, they're a different team with Kinsmill off the floor, and thank goodness he was six out of seven from the floor. Weston misses the second. It's 28-20. Middle is down eight, and a shot out of the corner is good. Is that a two or a three? I believe that was a three. Rody Ware picked up the three. And it is now 31 to 20, an 11-point lead. Middle almost had an over and back right there by not taking care of the ball. Here's Turner left side, three off the wing. Elias King, no good. Offside rebound to Weston. Back to Turner, straightaway three there, no good. Rebound taken, and a foul is going to be called on Calvin Solomon, I think. And again, we're some of it's a little bit of a guess, but 
Right now, 31 to 20, the Jacks lead the Blue Raiders. And Elias King is gonna go to the line. Solomon picks up the foul, that is his second. Eighth team foul, 6.39 to play in the first half. Right, and 15 shots taken, nine of which have been threes, which we're down to 33% from the three-point line. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, the official medical group of MTSU Athletic, proudly keeping Murfreesboro healthy since 1949. Something is going on to where, again, they're back at the – one of the officials is back reviewing, and both teams have been sent to their bench for a moment. We had two reviews early, one for a clock that didn't start and one for a clock that didn't stop. So that evened out. And now with 6.39 to play, we'll see if both teams are back on the floor and Elias King still waiting patiently to shoot free throws. Playing in the Johnson Coliseum in Nacogdoches, Texas. King misses the front end of the one and one and it's gonna be a rebound taken by SFA. With the ball is Ware. Ware hands it off, looks to drive, gets it outside, and it'll go out of bounds. Last touch by middle. It'll be Stephen F. Austin ball in the front court. 15 on the shot clock, 622 on the game clock. Hall will bring it in, does so to Cacklery's. Cacklery's just an excellent basketball player. Whistle and a hand check. Illegal screen. Oh, illegal screen on 22. That is Nana Antwi Basakio, his second foul. Team's ninth. So middle brings it down. Cameron Weston with the ball. Well, we've got to make some hay with big boy on the sideline. That's correct. Here's a loose Weston, ball. Weston again. Turns the ball over and they lob it back door. That had to be a walk. He bounced on one foot, but it goes out of bounds. Last touch by middle. Well, once again, we talked about, you know, how Stephen F. Austin just really complicating the game in transition. And that was another situation where all you got to do with that lob over the top is just jump up, catch it, and score it. But the man who caught it on one foot bounced. Now they've got the ball back after it was touched going out of bounds. Here's Hall with it, hands it off to Cacklery's. Cacklery's works left on the dribble, comes around a screen, picked up there and guarded by Jefferson. Now with the ball, here's Ware from the free throw line, shots missed, rebound, offensive taken, and now it's blocked out of there. The Raiders come up with it. Down the left side, Eli Lawrence stops at the three-point line and back out now to Sims. He's guarded hard out there by Cacklery's and Sims looks to drive. He's cut off at the three-point line, loose ball, picked it up, gets it back outside to Turner. Here's a three from Jefferson that's no good, and the rebound taken by Jackson Posey. 31-20, we've been stuck on that score a bit, but here's a drive high off the glass, no good. Whistle and a foul 
on the drive. It's going to be Jackson Posey at the line. And for middle, T. Leonard with the foul. There comes a point where defensively you just got to stay down and guard these guys. Some of our angles out on the perimeter are not as good as they need to be. Plus, when somebody beats the initial line of defense, there have to be rotations over to get that play stopped. First free throw is no good by Jalen Jackson Posey. One more to come. It's still 31 to 20. Stephen F. Austin leading Middle Tennessee. Jackson Posey with the second. He now has five in the game, and it's 32 to 20. Right. Yeah, we have not taken advantage of the fact Ken's Mill is not on the floor. Here's Sims. Works it left. Eli Lawrence, they try to go in the corner, do so. Leonard a three. It's short, got his own rebound. Back outside, another three from Lawrence. No good. Fight for the rebound there, and it's going to be a foul called, I think, on Leonard or Sims, one of the two. We are doing nothing but shooting threes right now. We're not driving the basketball, even on an inside-out off of an offensive rebound. You don't have to take a three. You're going to get a tough closeout, shot fake them, put the ball on the floor, and break the defense down. Foul is on Sims, and that'll be his second, and it will send Antwi Basakio to the line. 4.54 left to play. First half from Nacogdoches, Texas. First round of the Cancun Challenge. Officials getting the Stephen F. Austin team to sit down on their bench. Antwi Basakio at the line. Missed the front end and the rebound tipped out in middle lucky to come out with it. Josh Jefferson has it in his hands. Goes left to Weston. Weston had the ball poked away again. Sitting on the floor, has it, and a timeout is going to be called. Boy, that's brutal. And Cameron Weston, they have just been after him very, very hard every time he has had the ball in his hands. That is not where you want to have to burn your second timeout. That's correct. And Biddle does take it with 4.41 to play. It's a 32nd timeout here. They have not extended that to a media at this point. And the 30-second timeout there, but they have, they have uh, it's been like blood in the water when Cameron Weston uh, has his hands. Is it something they've seen on film? Uh, that I can't tell you. I just think right now, to be perfectly honest, he's really loose with the basketball. He's, he's got the ball away from his body, both off the bounce and, uh, and, and in terms of just catching the ball, you've got to secure that thing and be strong. He's got to keep his body, which is very strong, on that defender, keep him on his hip, and, and use his strength to his advantage. Wow. Raiders lobbed the ball in and nearly turned it over. Wow. Off of Ken, off of Christian Fussell's hands. Jefferson has it. Now baseline Lawrence goes in, misses, but the rebound put back in by Christian Fussell, and that broke a drought for the Blue Raiders. And again, you know, you're attacking the basket there. It draws help to try to block the shot. That opens up an offensive rebounder. We cannot continue to fall in love and just sit out there and crank threes the rest of this game. Cackleries drives, gets by Sims, layup good. 
went right by him. And Cackleries now has six in the game, 34-22, and things are coming easy for Stephen F. Austin. There's a three in the air. It's good by Jefferson. He's got six. And it's 34-25. Middle cuts it back to nine. And there's timeout on the floor. We'll take it as well. 3.55 to play until halftime. It's Stephen F. Austin, 34. Middle Tennessee, 25 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Last Cassis Drugs provides all your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you love and deserve. Located at 4702 Last Cassis Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Middle trailing 34 25 with 355 to play in the first half from Johnson Coliseum in Nacogdoches. Lumberjacks inbounded. Is it just me or does that place look like Tennessee Tech? It does look like Tech a little bit. You're right. The way that they have the concrete wall Mm -hmm. on the sides. And even in the end zone. Look at the end zone. Yeah. Right side, here's a drive. Back out now on the wing. Hesitates. They get it to the top to Hall. Left side over to Jackson Posey. He looks to drive on West and gets in the lane. Shot partially blocked. Saved in bounds right to Eli Lawrence. Lawrence, baseball pass right side to Jefferson. In the lane, blocking foul is going to be called, and Jefferson will go to the line. So the Raiders got a little something going there. We'll check the foul. Jossel. Number 10. It is on Latrell Jossel, his first. Team's 10th, and two shots coming for the Blue Raiders and Josh Jefferson on the year, an 86% free throw shooter connects there. Just please continue to play downhill, guys. Please get pieces of the paint and quit falling in love with that three-point shot. 34-26 and another free throw to come for Jefferson. Got them both. Yeah, 10 points right now from the free throw line. 34-27, Middles cut the 12-point lead. 
Here's down on the other end. Ball got loose and out of bounds. Last touched and out of bounds. They got down there quickly. Said Adrian Hall touched it last, and the Blue Raiders will get it on the turnover. Well, to illustrate your point again, we made free throws and basically we're getting beat back down the floor. That's just unacceptable. That cannot happen. It's happened twice in it this game. It absolutely has. And Middle got lucky there that they didn't make a point-blank layup. Again, Stephen F. Austin complicating the game. They make things so difficult when they're, you know, got an easy play in front of them. Weston gets the ball to Jefferson. They look back door, not there. Here's Fussell with it. Now he goes to Weston inside. He waited on his defender to get by and hit the layup. That Excellent was, play. That was actually a great catch by Weston there because that pass from Fussell was way behind. Raiders cut it to five, 34-29, 243 to play until halftime. Here comes Cackleries across the timeline, works it right, and a drive underneath, whistle and a foul as everybody converged on Jostle. And let's see who they'll pick to give the foul to. I think Fussell is going to get it. That's his first. Rotate over and take the hit on the baseline drive. Both teams in the double bonus. At the line is Latrell Jostle. Right, two. The first one is good. Don't forget football tomorrow at 2.30. Middle Tennessee and Old Dominion, and it has implications for both teams. And, and see, there's the illustration there. Fussell was standing basically outside the paint on the weak side as opposed to being down on the X when the ball is away from him. That's why he was late in the rotation. Jossel hits both free throws, and now it is 36-29. to 29, Back to a seven-point lead, but Middle is on a nine to a nine to two run. On top, there's a drive by Leonard, high off the glass and in. Like I said, keep attacking the paint. T. Leonard with a big shot there, 36-31. Middle cuts it back to five and a timeout called as Middle, it was again T. Leonard had the had the uh the lumberjack with the ball pinned to the sideline, and he had given up his dribble. I think he picked his dribble up because he heard the coach yelling timeout, I believe. I can't believe he just picked his dribble up there normally. So a 30-second timeout taken by the Lumberjacks. Middle will play again on Tuesday at 11.30 a.m. against Ryder University. That will be at the Hard Rock Riviera Maya in Cancun. Pre-game show that day at 11 a.m. Central Time. And we'll play either Bucknell or Mercer in game two on Wednesday. 2-10 to play until halftime. The Blue Raiders have fought back from being 12 down. They had cut it to five, and that's where it is now, 36-31. Stephen F. Austin has the ball, looked to bring it in, tried to get a cutter going toward the basket. Instead, they throw it into Cackleries. He's guarded by Weston. Cackleries into the front court. We hit the two-minute mark, and on the right side, they work it over there to Jossel. Cackleries now, left side.
tries to go baseline, got all the way underneath, tried to throw it back. They got it there, but the ball knocked out of bounds and a foul called on middle. And that's going to be on Christian Fussell, his second. And it will send Sedadrian Hall to the free throw line. 147 to play until halftime. Hall, free throw good. If I'm correct, that's Hall's first points of the night. Second toss-up coming, and it is also good. Sedadrian Hall makes it 38-31. Little down seven. Weston bumped hard in the backcourt by Cacklerese. Gets it across now. Weston bounces back door to Sims. The kick-out pass. A foul on the pass. And the foul is on Stephen F. Austin. With 97 seconds left until halftime, it'll be a one-and-one upcoming. Nope, can't be a one-and-one. It's got to be a two-shot foul with both teams having ten fouls. Foul was on Hall, and it's Jefferson at the line. Foul on Hall is his second. The free throw good is by Jefferson. He'll have another. Same basic play that they ran earlier when Weston tried to throw the air pass. That time he learned through the bounce pass, and it got through. Josh Jefferson hits two free throws. And... Substitutions being made, 38-33. That cuts the lead to five. They bring the ball in and get it to Cacklerees. Cacklerees working against Jefferson. Into the front court he comes. Cacklerees left side. Looks for help and gets it there from Antwi Basakio. On the curl, here's Jossel with a pass underneath and a turnaround shot off the glass is good by Hall. we got to get up the line and not allow that pass to come in. Uh, Jefferson got caught behind instead of playing up the line and once the ball got in there it was over with. Weston is going to be going to the line. There was a block on the pass. It's going to be on Jossel and Weston had thrown a pass back outside the perimeter to Fussell and got fouled as he made the pass. And I think that's going to be on Jossel. Yes. That'll be his second. And Cameron Weston at the line. Weston has six on the night. Missed a free throw. That's the second miss at the line he's had. But once again, when does our offense look better in the first half than when we've been driving the basketball? That's correct. So Weston, a second free throw is up and it's good. So he hits one out of two and the lead is 40 to 34. See here again. They run it down quickly and they beat, the Raiders did get back. Now in the lane, right-handed shot up and good by Hall again. But Chip, you shouldn't be able to throw a pass from half court down to the block. You've got to be up the line from a post perspective and not allow that pass to be thrown. 45 seconds to play. Here's Weston back out to Jefferson. 
Josh Jefferson. Pull up three is short. Offensive rebound, and T. Leonard had the ball come out of his hands and out of bounds. It'll go over to the Lumberjacks with 35.4 seconds to play. Understand how you crawl back in this, and that's not the way that it happened. Drive the basketball to the paint and play from there. Cacoris trailing Antwi Basakio and using him as a fullback to get into the front court. Cacoris backs out. About five seconds difference on the shot clock and game clock. Here's Cacoris. 12 seconds to play. Cacoris picked up his dribble now. A set shot from the right elbow is good by Antwi Basakio. He's got four. Now the Raiders come. Long desperation three is no good at the end of the first half. And it was a little luck on the end for SFA and Middle Tennessee trying to force one at the end. But the Lumberjacks will take a 10-point lead into the locker room as it is 44-34. We'll take a timeout, get you back with our halftime show after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. MT Dining is eating made easy. With more than 19 dining locations, you'll never run out of variety on campus. Whether it's Chick-fil-A, Steak and Shake, or Starbucks, we've got the brands you love right here. Need a quick snack or Scantron? Stop by one of the six pods on campus. And try out MT Dining's new farm-to-fork experience. Farmer's Market, now open. Located in the Student Union. Visit mtdining.com for more information. Or visit our office in the Keithley University Center. Room 202. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and plumbing company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. Ticket Smarter is glad we are back to holding live events. If you are looking to buy tickets to the best sports, concerts, and theater events all at the very best price, look no further than TicketSmarter.com or on the app. Buying tickets at Ticket Smarter will help support children in need. For every ticket transaction on Ticket Smarter, $1 will be donated to a children's charity. Ticket Smarter is proud to be the official ticketing partner of MTSU Athletics. Ticket Smarter, a smarter way to buy tickets. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. 
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Murphy Center. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard, well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back to halftime as Middle Tennessee on the road at Stephen F. Austin. Halftime score 44 34 in favor of the homestanding Lumberjacks. Chip Walters, Kyle Turnham with you. And, and Middle Tennessee, Kyle jumped out, scored the first five points of the game. But once SFA got a one point lead at six to five at the first media timeout, Middle's been chasing ever since. They have. As a matter of fact, I was just looking at a stat uh, that. Uh, SFA has led 78% of this game. So you basically take away that 5-0 run to start the game, and we've been playing uphill as, since that point. And, Chip, unfortunately, we've been our own worst enemy. Uh, our shot selection has, has not been good. Our patience has not been good. And defensively, we're really struggling to guard the ball from the perimeter and uh, struggling to guard the ball in transition as well as in the post. SFA built a 12-point lead, which was their largest, at 32 to 20, and again at 34-22. Middle hit a three at the right before the under four media timeout, and they came out of that timeout, Kyle, and made a little mini run and pulled back within five a couple of times. SFA hit back-to-back shots to shoot it back out to ten just before the break. Yeah, and I think the big thing for us was we, you know, two things obviously that came into play. Number one, Kinsmill was over on the sideline with two fouls, and that helped out quite a bit. The other thing was we started playing downhill and started, you know, driving the basketball. We ceased getting into that situation where we were doing nothing but taking threes. But, you know, at this point, 25 shots uh, and 15 of them have been threes. You know, so our uh, at one point we were three out of six from the three point line. Now we are four out of fifteen. So we've gone from fifty percent down to twenty seven percent, which is why I made the comment that I made at that point yeah. in time. And we just can't be uh, nothing but a three point shooting team. Halftime score forty fourth to thirty four. SFA with a lead. We'll get you the halftime scoring and stats after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. At TriGreen, we stand behind you with smart solutions to keep your property looking its best. Like our Smart Savings event, where you can get a 1023E tractor for just $90 per month. That's with 0% financing for 84 months. Find more smart savings at TriGreenEquipment.com. Offer ends 131-2021. Subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Blue Raider. 
Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Whether you go online or go in person, City Auto in Murfreesboro is where you go to see a gazillion cars and choose the one that's right for you. And there's no better time to go than now because we have a bigger, brand new facility. It's the easy, comfortable, convenient way to find what you're looking for. Remember, cityauto.com is where you go to find your car online. And the all-new City Auto campus in Murfreesboro is where you go to see it in person. Go now, and we'll see you there. Blue Raider fans, Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturday 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Floyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the MT polos, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or in Murphy Center on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. 44-34 at the half. Stephen F. Austin with the lead on Middle Tennessee. Individual scoring leading the way. Josh Jefferson has 10. Cameron Weston, 7. Eli Lawrence, 7. Uh, Isaiah Turner has 4. And two points for Donovan Sims, two for T. Leonard, and two for Christian Fussell. Gavin Kinsmill leads SFA and only played about half the first half. He had 12 points, and Middle had no answer for yeah, him. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, Cacklerys and Hall each had six, along with Solomon, four points for Ware and two points for Latrell Jossel. Yeah, with the team stats, uh, field goal percentage, middle nine of 25 from the floor for 36%. Stephen F. Austin, 17 of 29 from the floor for 59%. Middle, 27% from the three-point line, going four of 15. Stephen F. Austin, meanwhile, only one of three. They're uh, happy to go inside and uh, shooting 33%, obviously, from the three-point line. Free throw percentage, 67%. Middle goes 12 out of 18. Stephen F. Austin, 9 out of 12 for 75%. Rebounds, 18-15 in favor of Stephen F. Austin. Uh, assist, 10-7. Stephen F. Austin. Turnovers, Middle Tennessee with 11. Stephen F. Austin with 8. Bench points, 15-12 in favor of the Blue Raiders. 
and uh, points in the paint. Here's the big one, 28-10 to 10 in favor of Stephen F. Austin. Wow. Blue Raiders had seven assists in the first half. Each Blue Raider assist is presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee. Blue Cross assists our communities by providing peace of mind through better health. Second half, Middle Tennessee and Stephen F. Austin coming up next here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help block your hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a slam dunk. That's what I said. Attention Cash 3 and Cash 4 players. Crazy fun is here with the addition of Wild Ball. Here's how it works. Start by adding Wild Ball to your next play. The Wild Ball number is drawn following every Cash 3 and Cash 4 drawing. It can be used to replace any number that is drawn by the lottery, giving you more winning combinations. So add Wild Ball to your Cash 3 and Cash 4 plays today. And remember, the Wild Ball replaces a number drawn by the lottery, not a number on your ticket. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. You buy something because you found it at a low price, and soon you realize it's no bargain because you really needed something better. It happens all the time, especially with car insurance. But the good news is you can get the right coverage at the right price. Just talk to me, State Farm Agent Bud Morris. I'll help you get the right coverage at a price that's right for you. Call me at 893-1417 today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Bud Morris, providing insurance and financial services. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We're R.J. Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. R.J. Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Halftime in Nacogdoches, Texas, and Middle Tennessee and the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin back on the floor now as we get set for a resumption of play after the halftime break. Both of these teams will be traveling on to Cancun, Mexico uh, tomorrow to get ready for games on Tuesday and Wednesday with six other schools uh, joining them. 
as uh, the Blue Raiders will play Ryder on Tuesday at 11.30 a.m., pregame show at 11 a.m. Well, Kyle, middle finds itself down 10. They've got a hole to come out of here in the second half, and you can't do it. Uh, you can't go down and fire up a 10-point shot. No, you cannot. It's just one of those things where we need to be methodical. We need to look at what were we having success doing. Offensively is when we started playing uh, downhill, started getting to the uh, paint and playing from there. But defensively, we've really got to show a lot of detail because, once again, we had too many possessions where we weren't good in transition defense, weren't good guarding the ball, and weren't good in post defense. And you know, you're not going to be able to make a comeback when you're just swapping scores, even if that's all you're doing. But our shot selection certainly has got to improve. So we're getting set for the second half, and our first minute of the second half is brought to you by First Vision Bank, the First Vision First Minute, where service means more power to your business. The uh, Lumberjacks, by the way, their team colors are purple and white. They're wearing the home white uniforms tonight with purple numbers pretty simple uh, with their colors but uh, nice looking unis and the Blue Raiders with their traditional road royals with the white numerals and lettering and the silver outline so it's going to be middle's ball right here and coming out of the locker room you figure you're going to run some set here to try to try to get a good look. Well, one of the things that we were most effective with was getting the ball to DeAndre at the top of the key and running our offense with the pairs on each side. So we are now underway. Middle with the ball. They get it into Sims. Left side to Buford. Now deep to Dishman on the left side. He's looking to try to go one-on-one with Kinsmill. Back outside. Three in the air. And it's going to be no good. It'll go out of bounds to Stephen F. Austin. So the Raiders had an inside-out pass for a three attempt. And now middle will pick up full court as Jackson Posey will inbound looking for Cackleries. Jackson Posey gets it into Cackleries. He's guarded by Sims. Jackson Posey, or Cackleries rather, into the front court. Goes all the way inside the line. And now backs outside the three-point line. Now around the horn to the left. Get the ball over there to Ware. Now back to Cackleries. He's cut off on the baseline. Back out to Kinsmill. Kinsmill right wing to Cackleries. Cackleries goes left, now back right. Double team. Fall away 10-footer is going to be no good. Chase down, offensive rebound. Goes to the Jacks. Raiders try to double and a foul call is going to be made as the rebound came down to Kinsmill. They're going to call a cylinder foul. And let's see who drew that. It's going to be Eli Lawrence. That'll be his first, first team foul. And see, that's a really tough possession because they took a horrible shot. And we've got to clean that up and not give them an extra opportunity. They bring it in and go right back underneath. Shot up and no good off the rim by Solomon. Raiders get the they, – they had the tip in there, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely did. Uh, the same guy that shot it. Solomon. Solomon shot it and went straight back up and got it. The easiest guy to box out is a shooter. you got to make sure he does not get a tip in. Six points in a row dating back to the first half. Raiders take a shot from the free throw line. No good. Dishman chases back the rebound. Here's Jefferson a three for the answer. Raiders needed something right there, and Josh Jefferson delivers. 
Offensive rebound creates the extra opportunity. You get a little inside-out action off of an offensive rebound. Same thing as getting a piece of the paint off the dribble. The ball's coming out, and you're facing the basket. Here's Cackleries. Nearly drug a foot. Gets it now to Kinsmill outside the three-point arc. Now they'll back it outside a little deeper. Over to the right elbow. Jump shot up and good by Roddy, Roddy Ware, and he now has five, and they left him wide open right there. 48-37. Yeah, yeah, we were not a presence on that ball screen at all. Sims works it left corner. Jefferson a three. That one's no good. Rebound. Middle trying to draw a foul there, but they're not going to call it. It's on Solomon with the ball. They come down, run past the defense, shot up and no good, and a foul on Dishman. Once again, we're getting beat back. They had a three-on-one there. And it was Rody Ware who started it and then came full length of the floor. Dishman with his third foul. And that is the second team foul on middle here early in the second half. When that shot goes up, you've got to send somebody back to protect the basket. You've got to send another person back to get the ball to make sure that that thing does not get pitched up the floor. Your other post have got to fill and bump the hole out and we're nowhere to be found in transition defense. Ware missed the first, got the second. Ware now with six points, 49-37. Middle down by 12. That equals the largest lead of the night for Stephen F. Austin. They bring it in and get it to Donovan Sims. Sims works across the timeline, now goes to Dishman. Dishman, top of the circle, looks to the right. On the dribble, goes by Kinsmill, backs him down, works to the right. His shot wouldn't go, but a tip in underneath by Eli Lawrence. Lawrence with the offensive board. He's got nine, and it's 49-39. Raiders trail by 10. I like what Dish did there. Caught the ball at the high post, didn't have anything, and drove it and got a really nice shot. Cackleries with a driving layup that's missed. Middle gets the rebound. Sims free throw line all the way in with the finger roll that's good. Raiders get back-to-back baskets for the first time in a long time, and it's 49-41. Back within eight. They work it down low, get it over to Hall. Hall working on Eli Lawrence. Started left, went right, shot blocked out of bounds by Lawrence, and it'll be SFA's ball with 17 on the shot clock. It'll be an inline out of bounds play, and it will be triggered by David Cackleries. Cackleries gets it in. Ware thought he was going to have an open shot. Got jumper. a mismatch inside. Oh, they've missed him three times now. Back outside. Ware, jump shot from 17, no good. The Raiders get the rebound. Buford gets it, and Middle dodged a bullet there. No doubt. Right side. Jefferson faked, drives, now picks it up. Gets back outside, gets it to Dishman. Raiders within eight. Here is Weston, top of the circle. Works around a Dishman screen, now goes back left. Lawrence open for three, in and out. No good. Rebound taken by Rody Ware. And the ball goes out of bounds, back to middle. Bounced it off his foot. And the Raiders are going to have it with 16.06 to play in the second half, trailing by eight. So, 
Weston and Jefferson both in there. Once again, eight shots taken by us, four from the three-point line. Weston to Dishman, works it left to a cutting Buford, puts it off the glass, no good, and a blocking foul is going to be called inside on Stephen F. Austin, and that's going to be on where I think. Correct. We'll know for sure after a timeout with 15.59 to play. It's Stephen F. Austin, 49, Middle Tennessee, 41, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? Use it online, in stores, or add it to your mobile wallet. You can even use it at the two ATMs on campus if you need some cash. Visit one of Ascend's four Murfreesboro branches or visit Ascend online at ascend.org. Bank where Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union, exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Blue Raider fans, Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturday 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Floyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the MT polos, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or in Murphy Center on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Today's second half presented by Grannis and Associates, certified public accountants specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services. Grannis and Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at gcpas.com. Right now, Stephen F. Austin, only two out of seven from the floor for 29%. They have not attempted the three-point shot. Middle a little bit better offensively from the floor, three out of eight for 38%, and one out of four from three-point line for 25%. Justin Buford, freshman from Selma, Alabama, hits his first free throw, and that's his first scratch into the scorebook tonight. He'll have a second toss, and that one high off the back rim, no good. So it is 49-42. The lead is seven. Rangers looking to get another stop here. They have picked things up a little bit and cut the 12-point lead down to seven. Here's Ware with the ball. Ware, hash mark on the right side, gets it back into the hands of Jossel. Jossel guarded out there by Johnson. Now Rody Ware. Ware is guarded by Weston. Four on the shot clock. They'll pull up, shoot a three. That's an air ball. That should be shot clock violation, violation, and it is. So Middle Tennessee will get it on the turnover. Really bad offensive possession from SFA. We did a good job of just being where we needed to be, which is, again, as I talk about detail in your defense, you don't have to overextend yourself. Just be where you're supposed to be and everybody be connected. So the Blue Raiders need to take advantage of that. Trailing by seven. 
backing it down is Weston getting into the front court. Now here's Fussell, drive all the way to the basket, layup no good. Rebound taken by Stephen F. Austin, but a foul is going to be called on Cameron Weston, and that'll be his first, team's third. But still, it's a good offensive possession. You know, go play in the paint, caught it, ripped it, got down there, you know, got a chance to finish it, doesn't, but that's the way we've got to play. We've got to be a downhill basketball team. 15-12 to play second half. Still a seven-point Stephen F. Austin lead. And into the front court comes Rody Ware. Ware into the hands of Kinsmill. Now back to Ware on the right side. They'll cut Cackleries through, but it'll be Ware goes baseline. His shot blocked out of bounds again by Eli Lawrence. And only nine seconds remaining on the shot clock. It'll be an inline out-of-bounds play. Yeah, that's one of those times that our length really comes into play and, and it can be a tremendous advantage for us. Eli's had at least two, if not three blocks in the ball game. Cackleries in the lane. They collapse on him and they work it left. Here's a forced shot that's no good. Kinsmill with the rebound and a shot clock violation again. So back-to-back shot clock violations against the the Lumberjacks. And thank goodness because Kinsmith had the ball Ooh. underneath the basket. We should have been rotated inside of him, blocking him out, and we were on the outside looking in. And the officials are going up I th back to the scoreboard to score's table to see if that ball maybe hit the rim. Not sure about that. Uh, hard to tell from this angle because the ball came down on the far side of the rim and I can't see much change in direction. Can you? Well, it's impossible from the view we're looking at. You would have to have a view from behind the backboard on either end. Head coach for Stephen F. Austin is Kyle Keller. Now in his sixth year, so they continue to look across the way and well, they're going to have to have a different view to be able to tell, that's and, for sure. And I, I don't think they have the view they're wanting. But the Blue Raiders back on the floor. Both teams out there waiting to see how this ends up. So the busy weekend continues tomorrow, starting with well, starting early, if you want to come over about 9 o'clock, women's basketball has an open practice from 9 to 11. And then uh, tailgating, of course, all day. And football, 2.30 kickoff, Middle Tennessee and Old Dominion. Old Dominion started out 1-6 on the year. They're now 4-6. Middle 5-5, five five, looking to get bowl eligible for the 11th time in 16 years. So apparently they continue to look because well now they've left the review screen and 30 seconds on the clock and who's got the ball? Well, they are going to say that it touched the rim. They're saying so. that it touched the rim, I guess, and it'll be, well, shouldn't that be a 20 second on the clock and not 30? That's what I thought. But I guess with it, yeah, that's what I thought too. 
Right side, Cackleries drive, shot blocked. Raiders get the rebound. A little justice serve there. Weston lobs, alley-oop, and scoring. It's T. Leonard on the dunk. Hello, Snyder, Texas. Really nice touch pass from Weston in the transition. 49-44, middle cuts it back to five. Raiders on a little run here and would like to continue that. Cackleries drives in, nearly had it stolen. Forces one up, no good, and Fussell gets the rebound. Well, now their shot selection is getting really, really bad. We've got to take advantage of it. Weston with the ball. He's fouled in backcourt by Cackleries, who has been trying to dog him all night. Weston gave him a little bit of a different move right there, and I think Cackleries got his legs twisted up uh, and, and, and actually fell into Weston. Cackleries with his first foul. Team second. Middles ball. 49-44. Stephen F. Austin with a five-point lead. Weston to Fussell. Fussell on the right side, picks up the dribble, needs help. Here's a cutting Leonard. Back outside to Jefferson. Gets in the lane, had the ball stripped away in a foul. I think that's going to be on the big fella, Gavin Kinsmill. His third, team's third of the second half. And speaking of Kinsmill, he has not taken a shot in the second half. They have not gotten him established, which is mind-boggling when you think the guy is six out of seven from the floor and was just a force to be reckoned with in the first half and he taking a shot. First free throw is good by Jefferson. Jefferson leads Middle Tennessee with 14 points tonight. Making a stab, Kyle, for the Built Ford Tough Player of the Game. He's got work to do and connects on the second free throw. Hit them both. He's got 15, and all of a sudden it's a one-possession game again at 49-46. Middle trailing by three, and their full-court pressure goes the entire game. Here is Rody Ware, and... Illegal screen's going to be called on, I believe, Solomon. 13. Calvin Solomon, that'll be his third. And that's tough on just bringing the ball up. We've seen that a couple of times, though, already in the young season. Four team fouls, and now the Blue Raiders could tie the game this trip down the floor. They trail by three. Here's Weston with the ball. Weston to Fussell. Fussell between the circles, dribbles it to the left, picks it up, now goes right. Here's Weston with the ball on the wing. Works around a Fussell screen, now goes down the lane. Weston backs up, turns, spins, shoots, scores, and middles within one. Cameron Weston now with nine. 49-48, three out of the corner, that's no good. Offside rebound, chased down by Fussell. Middle down one with the ball. 13-02 to play, second half. Weston tries to go baseline, pull up from 18, shot no good. Not a great shot there. Not at all. As Latrell Jossel pulls down the rebound, and is there a foul to there go along with it? And, that's, and, and again, that's sort of the, the, uh, the daily double there. We get a bad shot and then a defensive foul about 90 feet from the basket. And that's going to be on Weston, I think. Waiting to see. They haven't put it up on the on there yet, but it is the fourth team foul. It's going to be on Buford. So Justin Buford, his third, is that what you have? Correct, that's correct. 
and not the shot that you wanted to take the lead. Here, they work it down the right side to go to Sid Adrian Hall, and a foul is going to be called on Buford, and all of a sudden He's got the freshman four. has four. But middle on a run right now of 11-0. They were down 12, 49-37. It's now 49-38. They're leaving him in the game. They bring the ball in and get it baseline. Here's Kinsmill pinned down to the baseline. Back outside to Ware. Ware rolls out toward the top, now cuts back to the right. Ware looping past Kinsmill a three. That's in and out, no good. Rebound there, his bodies go to the floor. Picked up, thrown outside, long three by Latrell Jossel. What a tough possession, 50-50 ball. They came up with it and got a three to extend that lead back to four. So the Raiders got within one, could not take the lead just yet. Now we've got a double foul. If we on, do, that's going to be the fifth foul. And it's on number three of oh, Buford. It's going to be on Hall and Buford, I think. That's true. Buford's out with 12-11 to play. The middle staff is certainly not acting like that's his fifth foul. Now they're changing it on the stat sheet to four fouls for Buford. And so Hall had the other foul, correct, for them? That's correct, yes. And they now have five team fouls. Here's a steal going the other way. Shot blocked, and Kinsmill with the rebound and a foul there. And again, Raiders out hustled as they, as SFA got down the floor before the Raiders could get back. and Donovan Sims is going to draw that foul. That'll be his third and the sixth team foul at the line. Gavin Kinsmill, his first one is no good. Kinsmill from Suriname went to Navarro Junior College. They've got a couple of guys that went to Navarro. Kinsmill second toss is good. He now has 13 and the lead is five again. 53-48. Into the front court is Cameron Weston. Weston, they go baseline to Eli Lawrence and his little move off the baseline gives him about a five foot jumper that's good. It's a heck of a move by Eli because he was almost thrown into a charge but had the ability to move Driving layup is good on the other end. They beat the Raiders back down the floor, and that's going to be Rhodey Ware. And we'll check the Blue Raider foul, a chance for a three-point play, but there's timeout on the floor. 11.28 to play in the second half. Stephen F. Austin, 55, middle 50, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall of Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. You can be part of the $104,000 Cash is King drawings every Friday. Win $250 to $10,000 cash. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today. Great teams leave it all on the field. 
But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Tonight's game brought to you in part by Middle Tennessee State University, named one of the best in the U.S. by the Princeton Review. For the third year in a row, MTSU become true blue. So here we are, 11.41 to play. They had another clock issue during that uh, at the under 12 media timeout, but have gotten it straightened out. 11.41 to play, and I think that's what I had to start with. So everybody ended up right about the same area. But Yeah, before we went to the break, Ware got fouled in the act of shooting, made the shot. The foul was on Turner, which would be his second foul. And Ware now going to the free throw line for the old-fashioned three-point play. So Ware with the free throw, it is good. He now has 10 points uh, and 56-50 is the score. Raiders trailing by six. They've gotten it down to one. And since then, Stephen F. Austin has pushed it back out. Here's Cameron Weston. And then an illegal screen is gonna be the call on Turner. It's just one of those tough calls that when you're trying nope, they're to they're calling run, that on Weston. They're calling that on Weston, yeah. They're, they're calling it a legal screen because when you get into dribble handoff action and you see so many teams defensively jamming the handoff, it becomes almost an automatic offensive foul. Yep. Six-point game. Stephen F. Austin with it. On the left side, there's a drive by Jostle. Now back outside. Gave up the pass and a three ball by Solomon. And Middle was not there to defend. Well, what he did, he being Solomon, was when he caught the ball, he passed fake, and it sort of shifted the defense a little bit further to the right, and then he took it. Now we've got a turnover from Eli Lawrence. Stephen F. Austin picks it up, driving down his jostle. Lawrence chases him. Ball oh, loose on the grief. floor again. Picked up by Kinsmill. Kinsmill looking for help, puts down the dribble and a... Cylinder foul is going to be called on Eli Lawrence. Boy, that's a tough That's a bailout call. right there. Well, here's the thing. The guy on the baseline was the one that called that. There was a man standing, or official standing literally five feet from that play that did not blow his whistle. So Lawrence goes out with his third foul, or is that his second? That should be his second. Second foul, and... Team's ninth foul. Yeah, now they're back at the free throw line. Yeah. 59-50 with 10.48 to play. 
Free throw by Kinsmill, no good. Missed the front end of the one and one. It stays 59-50. A 6-0 run by SFA and the Raiders need to stop that and go the other way. Weston driving, left side, T. Leonard to three. That one caroms off the backboard and taken on the rebound by Stephen F. Austin. That's gonna be Jackson Posey. Now here's a steal the other way. Jefferson all the way in, shot blocked out of bounds. It'll stay with middle, but they're gonna call a foul. They're gonna call a foul and not sure on whom. It's gonna be on Jackson Posey. That'll be his first, team's sixth, and it will send Josh Jefferson to the free throw line. Well, the guy that got the play started was Weston. He was just playing one-on-one defense, and he got the deflection. It became a 50-50 ball, and we came up with it and got off to the races. So free throw made by Jefferson. He now has 16. Second toss on the way, that's good. Jefferson now with 17. The Raiders cut two points off that lead. It's 59-52. Seven point lead with 10-18 to play. Here's Cackleries with it, right side. Back out to Jostle. Jostle with a drive, gets all the way inside. Missed it, but a tip in and a lay in there by Solomon. There's no box out. Solomon with 13. No box out whatsoever. Back to a nine-point lead for the Lumberjacks. Weston, left side, Turner, a long three, no good. Back on a – they get the ball to to, uh, T. Leonard for a driving dunk. Yeah, it was Dishman was the one that came up with the air ball off, again, the three-point shot and uh, threw it back into Leonard, who was cutting right down the lane. Great pass and great play by DeAndre Dishman. And Leonard with good instincts there to know where it was going to come, and he got his second dunk of the night. Right side with the ball is Cackleries. They'll work it around the horn. Left side, Jostle to the elbow. Loose still out there. Weston has it. He'll pitch ahead to Turner, who will stuff it. Hello, Auburndale, Florida. And middle cuts it back to five at 61-56. Nine minutes to play. Yeah, Stephen F. Austin has had no rhythm whatsoever offensively in this second half. And once again, you're talking about uh, Mr. Kinsmill down there that has not gotten any touches whatsoever. With the ball, here's Ware. Back to Solomon to Ware. Ware faked a three. Now dribbles, goes right, gets to the baseline, turns around. Now just throws up a wild shot. Did he draw a foul there or no? Oh, my goodness. And Leonard just got stuck with a technical on top of that. So a foul called on Leonard and then a technical on top of it. And Nick McDevitt with head in hands being told what just happened. So, Leonard a foul, his third, and then trying to watch the live stats come through. There's obviously another foul in there. So, Leonard now with three personal fouls as 
He had the technical. At the line is Rody Ware. He made both free throws there to make it 63-56. Makes it Uh, seven and. I'm a little unclear then. What was called? Yeah. I'm not sure there was ever a foul called. Originally, maybe the one foul, he definitely called a technical foul. We saw that. Yeah. I guess he just called the ball out of bounds. Maybe. Middle has it. Fall away shot is no good by T. Leonard and a foul on the rebound. Not a good shot. There was nothing in balance there. No. He just went one against the world, Chip, and he backed up and shot a hopper off his back foot. And that is Kinsville, I think. That's correct. That's on the floor. He is face down and not getting up with 8.20 to play in the second half. So we have the opportunity to see a little bit. Kinsville just blocked out. He got hit by Weston, and I think that's who. I'm not sure if they ever called a foul on that or not, but it was Weston who bumped into him, and he went down. They did call a foul on Weston, that's correct. It's his third. Team's 10th. Kinsmill is now up. So, team's 11th foul, so it we are past the double bonus. And Kinsmill, I'm not sure, are we under another review here? We can't tell. The teams are at, or is there a timeout? I can't. We're at a little bit of a disadvantage here. I want to go with a review of some kind. Can't, uh, the, we're seeing the that comes out of the huddle and comes right down around the SFA huddle. They're back on the floor. They break it, that up. So it should be Kinsmill, and it is, who's going to the line. It's 63-56 right now. 8.20 to play. Haven't uh, had a timeout called by either team here this half. I think there was a review there of some kind. We never saw it because of the feed that we have. But Kinsmill free throw good. He's got 14 tonight. You know who that is? Udonis Haslam. He does look like him, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, I had somebody tell me the other night that the big, the big uh, inside player for for Winthrop uh, reminded them of of Kerry Senior. Oh, is that right? He was he was the transfer from Tennessee. Kinsmill's second shot is no good. Rebound tipped. Who's going to get it? Finally, Josh Jefferson saved it. Goodness. 64-56. Eight-point lead. Here's Fussell. Fussell looks right side, gets it to Jefferson. Jefferson between the circles against Kinsmill. Now left side to Turner. Turner on the dribble. Goes to Jefferson. Back outside. Under 10 on the shot clock. Fussell to Jefferson. 
Raiders tried to get it inside. The ball got knocked loose and a foul on – got to be on Solomon. He's the one saying no, no, no. That's correct. That will be his fourth. And that will be the seventh team foul. So middle in the bonus. And a timeout. 7.51 to play. It's Stephen F. Austin, 64, middle 56 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. MT Dining is eating made easy. With more than 19 dining locations, you'll never run out of variety on campus. Whether it's Chick-fil-A, Steak and Shake, or Starbucks, we've got the brands you love right here. Need a quick snack or Scantron? Stop by one of the six pods on campus. And try out MT Dining's new farm-to-fork experience. Farmer's Market, now open. Located in the Student Union. Visit mtdining.com for more information. Or visit our office in the Keithley University Center. Room 202. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, the official medical group of Blue Raider Athletics, proudly keeping Murfreesboro healthy since 1949. And Kyle, you know, Middles played three home games, won all three. And, uh, you know, you're not in a position you want to right now, but you're certainly learning things about your team as you go along right here. Yeah, and it just goes to show that when you're on the road in particular, how you have to value each possession offensively and defensively, uh, whether you're talking turnovers, shot selection, uh, transition defense, whatever the case may be, because to win on the road, you have to do all of those things at a really, really high level. Josh Jefferson hits the first free throw, and he has been a big part of Middle's offense tonight. 18 points leads the way. Second toss, also good. Jefferson now with 19, 64-58. Raiders cut it to six. Full court pressure, they get the ball in and nearly a travel from Sedadrian Hall back into the hands of Cackleries. David Cackleries guarded out there by Weston. Now they work it to the right side, get it over there to Jackson Posey. Now Cackleries on the right wing. Underneath, Kinsmill, easy layup there. He just absolutely manhandled uh, Christian Fussell in that particular situation. They ran a nice set, uh, sort of a misdirection set, if you will, and just got him a ball right there at the basket. Ball went right through the hands of Fussell's, and but right there, Jefferson lucky to pick it up, and a drive and a shot made, but I think they're going to wave it off. That's correct, they are. And the foul on 
on Stephen F. Austin, and boy, the Raiders were lucky right there because a pass went right through the hands of Christian Fussell. Sure did, and that foul's going to be on Ware. That'll be his third. Rody Ware, his third, team's eighth at the line. Josh Jefferson, and he is an 85-plus percent free throw shooter. Got another one. He's got 20 by my numbers. Has one more to come. 66-59 and yeah, and, and right now, and it's been this way for a while, we just keep swapping. And this is where you got to get stops. You got to stack those stops, and you got to stack your scores. 66-60 as Jefferson hits both free throws. Cacklerees nearly had the ball stolen on a pass. Now where to Kinsmill. Raiders double him on the sideline, throws it out of there, gets it back outside, 10 on the shot clock. Ware, right wing, rolls out toward the top. Dishman's out there guarding him. Now they go to Kinsmill. Kinsmill working one-on-one against Buford. Fall away, 10-footer, no good. Offside rebound and a foul. And who's that? Gonna, it looks like they're going the other way with it. It's going to be an over-the-back, or actually a push foul from behind. There is no such thing as over-the-back, <laughs> even though I say it. Sorry. That's going to be... Can't tell you. Here's Weston. Left side, Jefferson. Three out of the corner. It's no good. And I think that ball was tipped. Could have been. Could have been. Here's Ware driving. Got a screen. Backwards layup. Good. Rody Ware has 14. 68-60. Back to an eight-point lead. That's a straight line drive. That can't happen. Illegal screen. Illegal screen is going to be called on Eli Lawrence, or is it on Jefferson? It's going to be on Eli Lawrence because he was the one that was executing the dribble handoff. I'm just telling you, it's just one of those types of things where you almost can't run much of a, of a dribble handoff for teams that work hard to just try to shoot that gap and deny the handoff because they're going to call an illegal screen every time. So Lawrence with three fouls now. And I mean, teams are just teaching run into the guy that just handed the ball off. Throw over the top. They got it to Kinsmill, and a foul is. Oh, they're going to call that call on, it on Kinsmill, Kinsmill for coming over the back. So it does exist. Well, they're going. It's called a push. <laughs> yeah, I mean, trust me. When you talk to the officials, they will tell you there is no such thing as over the back. Sixty-eight, sixty. And Donovan Sims throws it away. The receiver cut one way. Sims threw the ball the other. He was trying to get it to Buford. And the turnover gives it back to Stephen F. Austin. Timeout is going to be taken by Nick McDevitt, and we will extend that to a media as well. Timeout on the floor, 544 to play. It's 68-60, Stephen F. Austin, as you listen to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. 
And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. At TriGreen, we stand behind you with smart solutions to keep your property looking its best. Like our Smart Savings event, where you can get a 1023E tractor for just $90 per month. That's with 0% financing for 84 months. Find more smart savings at TriGreenEquipment.com. Offer ends 131-2021. Subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Experience the power and excitement of your next Blue Raider basketball game with Ticket Smarter. Next week, the Blue Raiders head to the Cancun Challenge, playing on Tuesday against Ryder College. Visit TicketSmarter.com or on the Ticket Smarter app. Ticket Smarter is proud to be the official ticket resale marketplace partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Ticket Smarter, a smarter way to buy tickets. We've got to pick up the pace defensively here and create some offense from our defense. Stephen F. Austin has the ball. They lead by eight after Nick McDevitt called the timeout. He has, what, one left? That's correct. He's called three tonight. Yeah, one, one on a ball that was on the floor in the first half, the one we talked about that was going to come back to potentially haunt us. Right side cackle. a three. He was open and hit it. That's a tough shot there. He's got nine, and it's now a 71-60 to 60 advantage for Stephen F. Austin. Dishman, top of the circle, works to the right. Jefferson tried to get a shot off, back to Dish in the lane, forces it up, came up short. Foul inside, and I think that's going to be on, if it's on Kinsmill, it is. That's his fifth. So, Kinsmill pleads his case, but I think that's going to be five fouls on him. Evidently not. All right, they're evidently not. They're, not. they're not stopping the game. They're leaving him in. Nine team fouls. Now, they're subbing him out. Dishman hits a free throw. And kind of tell you how the night's going, that was DeAndre Dishman's first point of the game. Surprising. Missed the second free throw, and the rebound taken by Stephen F. Austin. 71-61, 10-point game, 4.59 to play. Now the clock is becoming a big factor. In the lane, 10-foot push shot up there and in. Great pass from Cackleries. Hall now with the bucket. Here the Raiders turn it over, drive in, and a blocking foul is going to be called on Cameron Weston. And the turnover came from Weston. <coughs> Excuse me, Chip. He just loosely threw the ball and Jefferson ended up sort of short hopping it and I think he actually you know jumped off his leg but just too loose of a pass from Weston in that particular situation 73-61 well they're saying it was Eli Lawrence with the turnover 
free throws. Jalen Jackson Posey hits the first, makes it a 13-point lead, which is now the largest of the game for Stephen F. Austin. Second one coming. Hit them both. Boy, those hurt, those hurt right there. 75-61. 14-point lead, 439 to play. Weston to Fussell. Looks back door. Ball deflected and turned over. Stephen F. Austin on the run. Rody Ware down the right side. Tried to throw an overhead pass on the back door cut. On top is Ware. Ware gets it back. Now they try to force him to get to the midcourt line. Down the lane, there's a drive, and that was just total out of control. And Jalen Jackson Posey dribbles straight down the lane and out of bounds. So a turnover gives it to middle with 4.15 to play. In the backcourt, here's Weston. Weston driving, putting it over to the right side. Loose ball and a foul, I think, is going to be on 22. Nana Antwi Basakio. Well, Weston threw another pass that was deflected, and it became a 50-50 ball, and Donovan and 22 just sort of ended up at the same place at the same time. And... And got, now, Donovan got ran over. Well, then it's going to be Jefferson going to the line. Boy, Weston has really struggled with that. Jefferson, free throw good. How many is he? How many free throws has he hit tonight? He is, At this point, he's 13 out of 13. So Jefferson now with a total... 22 points and looking for number 23. And he hit it. He's got 23. 75-63. That cuts it back to 12. Cackleries to Jackson Posey. Now Cackleries. Looks to get rid of it, does so to Ware. Now to Cackleries, under four minutes to play. Media timeout at the next dead ball. 12 on the shot clock. Deflected pass, gets back outside, loose in the lane, picked up by Jackson Posey. Over to Cackleries for a three, and he got it. Wow. Cackleries with two straight threes that have been really, really big for Stephen F. Austin. Yep, now a 15-point lead. 78-63, 78-63, Eli Lawrence a three off the back rim. And the rebound taken by the Lumberjacks. Rody Ware gets into the front court. Ware bounces it over to Rody. Well, Ware gets it back now on the right side. Now they tried to go underneath and a whistle and a foul and a hold. I think it's going to be called on Dishman. I believe it's going to be on Eli Lawrence. May be, but immediate timeout coming. The under four comes with 3.04 remaining. Your score, Stephen F. Austin, 78. Middle Tennessee, 63 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and Plumbing Company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. Roscoe Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer hip. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 304 remaining, and this one starting to get away, Kyle, is turnovers and back to back threes just made by David Cackleries has made it currently a 15 point game, and the Jacks are back at the line with Nana Antwi Basakio. His first one is good. And the interesting thing is, you know, we talked about at halftime how we were going to have to find an answer for Kinsmill, and he has been basically missing in action in the second half. Only one field goal made, so they haven't needed him at all. Antwi Basakio hits both. It's now 80-63, to 17-point lead that's just – it went from 66-60 to 78-63. Here's Eli Lawrence with a drive, blocked and fouled. And that's going to be on Jackson Posey, which should be his second foul. Both teams in the double bonus, 2.56 to play, as this game has gone well over two hours already with all the foul calls and reviews. And yeah, it hasn't had any flow to it, that's for sure. Free throw good by Eli Lawrence. Eli with a dozen tonight. The Raiders have rode the back of Josh Jefferson this evening. He's got 23 of the Blue Raiders' 64 points. Lawrence hits both free throws. He's got 13 and 2.56 to play. They look to bring it in, and they get it into Kinsmill. Back to Jackson Posey. Long pass down the floor. Here's Cackleries. His layup is blocked out of there, and a foul is going to be called on Isaiah Turner. That'll be his third. So the free throw shooting parade continues. 2 shots coming for Cackleries. 
And the first one is good. Cacklery's now with 13. He averages nine a game. He is from Emaus, Emus, Pennsylvania. Went to Mineral Area Community College before coming to SFA. He's just one of those John Paxson types. Doesn't take a lot of shots, but he just makes a lot of them. Yep. He gets them. Back to a 17-point bulge. 2.44 to play. Here's Weston with a drive. Leaves it underneath for a stuff from Eli Lawrence. And Lawrence hanging on while the Stephen F. Austin player Cacklerys gets out from underneath the goal. And a technical foul has been called on. He's called a double technical foul. On two different people or both on the same one? I think he called it on Solomon and and Turner, Turner, I believe. So, we're still in football season. The penalty's offset. It's still third down. No kidding. (laughs) Well, Still not sure who they've. Yeah, that's who it was, Solomon and Turner. So Solomon, he's gone. That's his fifth, yeah. And Turner now with four. So Solomon fouls out with 229 to play. Here they come racing down the floor, missed the shot there, and a foul on Turner. And that'll be his fifth. And they just came, went from zero to 60 on the inbound, just driving right to the rim. And that'll send Cacklery's back to the line with 2.26 to play. So, just looking at the team, Cacklery's misses. Middle has shot 34 from the free throw line. That is the 30th shot taken by Stephen F. Austin. So 64 free throws have been taken in this game. Well, that's why we're at two hours and 13 minutes. Correct. And it started at 6.30 on the dot. On the dot. Cackery's hits one out of two. <laughs> that part they got right. Yeah. <laughs> 83-67. So it is... It is a 16-point lead. Middle gets underneath for another dunk, that by T. Leonard. Yeah, Weston just about had another turnover. We and don't here's have, another. Let's see another after run. After May run. Basketball. Now, we back. now they back up, and T. Leonard actually got down the floor and cut off the run out. Now stop and think about this. He was the guy that dunked the basketball, and he was the guy that got back. Correct. Under two minutes to play now. Cacklery's on the left side. Middle down 14. Cacklery's left side, give and go in the lane. Kinsmill shot no good, tip no good, and a rebound and a foul is going to be called on Sedadrian Hall. That'll be his fourth. Team's 20th. <laughs> Minute 42 to play. Well, if you want to know the honest truth, that's their 25th. Of the game? <laughs> wow. We have 28. 
So we have seen yeah, we have 53 fouls. We have 17 in this half. Personal fouls I'm talking about. They have 13 in this half. <clears throat> and now Hall being helped off the floor. Yeah, I thought he got his leg sort of tangled up there on the basically just an inadvertent play. And not putting it as much weight on their – I think it was a cramp. Might have, been, might have been that too. But it's going to be DeAndre Dishman going back to the free throw line. Minute 42 still left in this one. It's a 14-point game. The Blue Raiders have scored four straight, trying to continue that here to break into that lead a little bit. Free throw missed by Dishman. Nick McDevitt stalking the sideline across the way. Both free throws missed by Dishman and the rebound taken by Stephen F. Austin. Coming up on 90 seconds to play in the game right now. Working to the left is Ware around the horn to Cacklerys. Cacklerys goes baseline, gets it there to Kinsmill. He's doubled, tries to dribble out of there, gets it back to Cacklery's five on the shot clock. They whip it underneath, ball stepped in front of by Weston. He has it stolen back to Cacklery's layup good. So 85-69, both teams had a turnover there. Cacklery's now with 17 and, and a foul on the other end. Foul. That's going to be the 54th foul called in this game. And that's also Weston's sixth turnover in this game. The officials talking to Elias King and Kinsmill. I think they're just trying to tell both teams just stop the chirping and, you know, get this thing finished. Minute three remaining, and it is a 16-point lead right now. 85-69. At the free throw line, Cameron Weston, he now has 10. And a complete new five being sent in by Coach Kyle Keller. And the Raiders, well, the middle plays everybody they have available anyway. Yeah. 85-70, and Weston hits them both. He's got 11. 85-71, 14-point game, and substitutions made for Middle Tennessee. The Blue Raiders. Was there another stoppage there? Jalen Jalen White is in the ball game now. Middle got the ball back somehow. Not sure what five happened. Five-second call. Oh, five-second call. Mm-hmm. Here's Fussell back outside. Eli Lawrence under a minute to play. Lawrence a three. No good. Rebound taken away there by Diego Willis of Stephen F. Austin. 45 seconds to play. 
They bring it out, get it to Jules Moore. Jules shoots from 17, and he's going to be fouled by T. Leonard. Or T, yes, T. Mm, Leonard. That's correct. That'll be his fourth with 38 seconds to play. And more free throws to come for Stephen F. Austin. It's going to be Jules Moore. He is the other from Navarro Junior College. He is from Houston, Texas, a junior. First one's good by Moore. It's now 86-71. Second toss also good, 87-71. 16-point lead as Moore hits them both. Middle works it down, 33 seconds to play. Fussell, top of the circle. Works left, now goes right. Fussell on the dribble. High dribble, goes all the way. Layup good by Christian Fussell, and he drew a foul. Well, we haven't seen one of those in a while. <laughs> Fussell now with four. We'll check the <coughs> lumberjack foul. It's on Aku. Jonathan Aku, his second, and it will be Fussell at the line. Trying to finish up the three-point play, and he does. Nice Play by Fussell all the way around, 87-74. The lead is 13, and here come the Jacks with 18 seconds to play, and they are going to run out the clock, and middle is going to let them. So the Blue Raiders will pick up their first loss of the season. It will be 3-1, and one, and Stephen F. Austin with the win is going to go 3-1 and one as well. That's going to do it. Your final score tonight. The Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin, 87, Middle Tennessee, 74. Stay tuned. The postgame show coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hi, this is Coach Nick McDevitt. Ascend Federal Credit Union is the proud sponsor and exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit Ascend's branch just off campus at 2316 East Main Street or any of their three other Murfreesboro locations. You can also keep track of your accounts and deposit checks on the go with Ascend's mobile app. For a complete list of services, ATMs, and locations, visit Ascend.org. Ascend is federally insured by the NCUA. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. 
based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's recap today's MTSU game. Welcome to the post-game show. Blue Raider basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Today's broadcast is also brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU, Tennessee Highway Safety Office, fans don't let fans drive drunk, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, official team physicians for Blue Raider Athletics, Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union for Blue Raider Athletics. And by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, America's number one exit office. Once again, here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome back into our Blue Raider postgame show brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, and agents Richard Lewis, Tim Page, Chip Walters, and Brad Hopkins, the number one producing Exit Realty Office in the United States. Find them online at exitmurfreesboro.com. 87-74, 13-point loss for the Blue Raiders here, Kyle. And uh, some initial thoughts is this one got away early. Raiders came back, cut it to one, but could never get the lead back. Well, I've beat a dead horse in this particular broadcast. And the thing that I've said over and over and over again is shot selection, Chip. And when you go in and look at the stats, we took 49 total shots 24 of those were from the three-point line. And we only made five of those 24 shots for 21% when we could have played downhill, gotten post-ups, whatever the case may be. I think if we had uh, turned down a lot of those threes, uh, we would have had a chance to really make some hay. And, you know, even when we got the game cut to one, we took a horrible shot with down one, and it just sort of snowballed and escalated from there. So... I think that's, you know, that that to me is the one thing that really stands out in this from an offensive perspective. Well, leading the way offensively tonight, Josh Jefferson had 23 points. He is going to be our built Ford tough player of the game. Visit buyfordnow.com for all Ford makes and models because the best Ford trucks are built Ford tough. We'll take a timeout. We'll be going back to Nacogdoches, Texas, shortly as you listen to the Exit Realty postgame show on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. 
And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Oh, sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Make a fast break for Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect three-pointer with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So score big with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Murphy Center. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard, well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. 87-74, Stephen F. Austin gets the win over Middle Tennessee tonight, giving the Raiders their first loss on this young season. The Blue Raiders now 3-1 with Ryder coming up on Tuesday. As I welcome it back into the Exit Realty postgame show time to get into some of the final numbers of today's game from Grannis and Associates, certified public accountant specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services, Grannis and Associates, 615-895-1040, and online at gcpas.com. I'll give you some of the unofficial uh, individual scoring tonight. First of all, for middle, Josh Jefferson with 23 points. Isaiah Turner had six in the ball game. Tyler Millen uh, not on the trip uh, yet. He may be uh, joining by next Tuesday. DeAndre Dishman had one point in the game, Kyle, and, and that that's pretty telling in itself. Absolutely. I mean, he comes in as our leading scorer. Yeah. And, you know, not only is he a leading scorer, but he's one of our great facilitators. And, uh, you know, tonight uh, he did have four assists, but uh, only took one field goal attempt. Yeah. Justin Buford had one Six points for T. Leonard, five points for Christian Fussell, and 11 for Cameron Weston. For Stephen F. Austin individually, they were led 17 for David uh, Cackleries, eight points for Sedadrian Hall, seven for Jalen Jackson Posey, five points for Latrell Jossel, two for Jules Moore, 13 points for Calvin Solomon. Gavin Kinsmill had 16, but 12 of those came in the first half. Nana Antwi Basakio had six and 14 points for Rody Ware. That's a look at the individual numbers. We'll take a break, get you some team numbers, and also head back down to uh, Nacogdoches with Coach Nick McDevitt after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You buy something because you found it at a low price, and soon you realize it's no bargain because you really needed something better. It happens all the time, especially with car insurance. 
But the good news is you can get the right coverage at the right price. Just talk to me, State Farm Agent Bud Morris. I'll help you get the right coverage at a price that's right for you. Call me at 893-1417 today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Bud Morris, providing insurance and financial services. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. Blue Raider fans, Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturday 10 to 4. Lightning's Locker Room is just across the street from Floyd Stadium at 1321 Greenland Drive. It has all the MT polos, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, and all the other game day gear you'll ever need. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or in Murphy Center on game days. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977-2020 calendar year total sales. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into our Exit Realty postgame show and Middle Tennessee on the short end of an 87 74 score tonight. Coach Nick McDevitt standing by in uh, Nacogdoches with us tonight. And, and Coach, uh, some of your initial thoughts on, on this one. Got off to a start 5 0, but after that, you had, to, you had to chase them for a good long while. Yeah, I thought, um, you know, we obviously we just turned the ball over too much um, uh, in, in order to win a road game with 20. And I, I just thought early we, we looked a little frantic. It's the first time we've played a team uh, with their defensive style. And I didn't think we handled that very well early in the game. Um, I'm not sure we ever really settled into it. Because uh, what they're trying to do is just run you out of plays, run you out of being able to run set offense. And uh, they did a pretty good job of it. I thought our team stuck together. I, I thought we started uh, having uh, stretches where we were able to handle that pressure. And we got ourselves back to the ball game. We're down one, uh, 49-48. They went on a little bit of a run, and we, we uh, cut it back to uh, three or four. And, um, you know, I, I thought down the stretch there was, a, uh, you know, just a couple of big plays that, that went their way. And, um, you know, it, it ended up costing us. If you look at uh, the points off turnovers, it was really the difference in the game. I think it ended up 25 to 13, and uh, we ended up losing by uh, 13 points. Early on, when you, when you talked about what they were doing defensively and trying to run you out of offense, uh, it, it seemed like – Sometimes our guys may have settled for threes instead. And was there a little panic in that? You know, maybe you could say it was panic uh, for sure at halftime. And that was something we talked about, Chip. But I think it's a good point that, 
you know, sometimes you can just shoot the ball so the guy gets off of you. Just like, get rid of it. And at halftime, we had taken 15 of our 25 shots for threes. We're a good shooting team, but we, we weren't taking those with ball movement and rhythm, clean looks. Uh, so we, we had taken 15 of 25 threes. I don't know what it ended up, uh, but at the end, at, at that same time, at halftime, they had taken 29 shots and only three were from behind the arc. And I, I just thought they were just trying to, you know, play big, strong, physical basketball, run you out of offense, and we didn't handle that very well. Yeah, Coach, to illustrate a point, I, you know, I, I use the word shot selection a lot in this particular game because down, you know, when you look at the final stats, we took 49 total shots. 24 of those were from beyond the three-point line, and we only shot 21% from the three-point line. I, I kept harping on playing downhill and playing inside out, and I thought that when we did that, that's when we were our most effective offensively as opposed to going side to side. And, uh, and then when you to, to take that point a step further, you know, we get it cut to one at one stage, and, we, and our shot selection wasn't good, got a shot from the short corner that was off balance and, and really just had some opportunities to pull back in this, and I thought the shot selection wasn't quite as, as, as decisive as it needed to be. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, to your point, just as I said to Chip, it, we, we just settled too often uh, for quick early shots when we needed to really just get downhill, get back to the free throw line. That was one thing at halftime. We'd taken 18 free throws at halftime. And, uh, you know, once we kind of settled in and, and stopped taking early threes, and uh, we, we just needed more of that. And uh, at critical times, we, we weren't able to do that. Uh, we were down, I, I don't know if it was 64-60, maybe 66-60. And on a couple of consecutive possessions, we didn't get quality looks, we, whether it was a, a bad shot or a turnover and you know at, at that point the game's still on the line and uh, a, a couple of bad possessions and it, it balloons to 10 or 11 as opposed to a couple of good possessions and now it's a it's a one possession game the rest of the way well you now uh, head down to cancun and uh, as this uh, trip continues um and and what will your will you guys have a chance to practice tomorrow is it fully a travel day It'll be uh, just a travel day, uh, a day off for our guys. Uh, we'll get back to practice on Sunday, Monday for Tuesday's game uh, and get ready for these, these two down in, uh, in Mexico on Tuesday and Wednesday. All right. Well, be safe, and we will uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks a lot. Coach Nick McDevitt uh, joining us with his postgame comments. We'll take a timeout, get you the team numbers after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Ticket Smarter is glad we are back to holding live events. If you are looking to buy tickets to the best sports, concerts, and theater events all at the very best price, look no further than TicketSmarter.com or on the app. Buying tickets at Ticket Smarter will help support children in need. For every ticket transaction on Ticket Smarter, $1 will be donated to a children's charity. Ticket Smarter is proud to be the official ticketing partner of MTSU Athletics. Ticket Smarter, a smarter way to buy tickets. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. 
Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer. Beer in Texas. St. Louis, Missouri. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Welcome back into the Exit Realty postgame show tonight. We gave you the individual scoring a moment ago. Kyle, if you can take a look at the team stats for tonight. Middle finished the game 20 of 49 from the floor for 41%. They shot 5 of 24 from the three-point line for 21% and 29 of 39 from the floor for 74%. Uh, 27 rebounds to go with uh, 14 assists, 21 turnovers. So they were upside down on the assist to turnover category, six steals and four blocks. For Stephen F. Austin, they were 29 of 57 from the floor for 51%. They shot 56% from the three-point line going five out of nine. 75% from the free throw line going 24 out of 32. They finished with 40 rebounds, so a 13-rebound advantage for Stephen F. Austin there. They had 17 assists uh, and had 19 turnovers of their own, Um, nine steals and one block in terms of intangibles. Um, Trying to follow this, I think the big stat that we discussed, points off turnovers 25-13 in favor of Stephen F. Austin, 42-30 in favor of Stephen F. Austin, 15-10 in terms of Stephen F. Austin. So, you know, by and large, those intangible numbers tell you what you need to know. 56 fouls in the game and two hours and 20 minutes to play it. Uh, we'll take a quick timeout, wrap it up, get some final thoughts before the uh, we uh, wrap it up here this evening. And Middle getting set to travel on to uh, Cancun to take on Ryder on Tuesday morning. But again, final uh, timeout here, final score, SFA 87, Middle Tennessee 74. Final thoughts after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall of Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. You can be part of the $104,000 cashless game drawings every Friday. Win $250 to $10,000 cash. Check out themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. 
Let's go out west, camp at the base of a mountain, get some fresh air. Yes, let's go camping with air conditioning. We can be hundreds of miles away from the closest person, really live off the grid. Love the off the grid part, but with Wi-Fi. Whether you're the serious camper or occasional glamper, Ascend offers low rates and flexible terms on RV loans. You can apply online at ascend.org or any of our branch locations. RV Loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. You buy something because you found it at a low price, and soon you realize it's no bargain because you really needed something better. It happens all the time, especially with car insurance. But the good news is you can get the right coverage at the right price. Just talk to me, State Farm Agent Bud Morris. I'll help you get the right coverage at a price that's right for you. Call me at 893-1417 today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm Bud Morris, providing insurance and financial services. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into it for a final time tonight as Middle Tennessee drops a decision to Stephen F. Austin, 87-74. And, Kyle, as you heard Coach say, tomorrow is a travel day, and they will get down to Cancun and uh, have uh, be able to practice on Sunday and Monday prior to uh, game with riders. So getting two good practices in will be good. And, uh, and, and, and with your first loss of the year, it's, I mean, a, a team that has a lot of new, a lot of new pieces. So when you experience that first loss and you learn things, when you go on the road, this team will hopefully, uh, take the lessons of this to heart and, uh, and not have some of the issues they had this evening. Yeah, I think that uh, you know when you get in the locker room, uh, in particular, you're going to be a when you go back and watch film, uh, you're going to be a team that probably has some regrets. And that's one of the things that you're trying to do from a coaching standpoint, from a teaching standpoint, is get the team to understand. Uh, you know, there's a difference between taking this shot when the game is not on the line and taking this shot when the game is on the line. Uh, so that would be a perfect example of how you would address that. You know, you want to try to uh, put detail in your in your get back, uh, put detail in your half court defense. I mean, transition defense was probably not as good as it needed to be uh, in this particular game, as well as you know our defense in the post in the first half. So you are trying to learn from your mistakes, and you know one of the things that uh, that I try to impress upon my teams uh, is. If, if you want to be a great team, you learn lessons without losing. So you expect to have a mentality where you bounce back after a loss. So let's learn those things. But then when the game is on the line, let's do those things as well as learn those things when we're watching film. Yep. So that's going to wrap it up. 87-74 is the final. Next basketball broadcast uh, well, we're we're busy over the next few days. Let's let's kind of go through this real quick. Football tomorrow, beginning pregame show at one o'clock, kickoff at two thirty. On Monday night, we've got two things going on: women's basketball with uh, Dick Palmer traveling to Cookville as the Lady Raiders take on Tennessee Tech. Also, the final Rick Stocks to Live will be at uh, six o'clock on Monday night as well. Uh, be watching GoBlueRaiders.com to where you can listen to all of those. Then on Tuesday, we've got an, an 11 a.m. pregame show, 11.30 tip-off, Middle Tennessee and Ryder, and a second game in, uh, in Cancun on Wednesday. 
All right, that'll wrap it up tonight. Jake Wallman has been our studio producer tonight. And Kyle Turnham, uh, this is Chip Walters saying thanks for being with us this evening. Be sure and join us for more Blue Raider football tomorrow right here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Good night. Thanks for listening to today's broadcast of MTSU Men's Basketball. Blue Raider Basketball is presented by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Our coverage is also brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. State Farm. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, America's number one exit office. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.